Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee. Today we're speaking with Kevin Davis, CEO of Performance Sports Group, parent of the Bauer, Maverick, Inaria, and Easton Baseball softball brands. Mr. Davis joined the company in 2002, six years before the firm, then known as Bauer, was acquired from Nike. PSG filed an initial public offering on the Toronto Exchange in March 2011 and began listing on the New York Stock Exchange in June 2014. Under Mr. Davis, the company has diversified beyond hockey into other team sports through acquisitions. The most recent was the purchase of the Easton baseball softball business in 2014. Good afternoon, Mr. Davis. Let's get started. Before we discuss specific categories and the new initiatives at PSG, could you address the company's current strategic direction and what it hopes to accomplish in 2016? Yes, absolutely. And first of all, thanks, uh, Bob, for your interest in our in our company. Um, for 2016, we continue to execute on the strategic direction uh, that we had set uh, since we uh, left Nike, which is to continue to bring high-performance innovation to uh, the sports where we participate and be able to bring um, uh, uh, and be able to make our brands more meaningful to uh, to athletes of all levels and all abilities. Okay. Performance Sports Group is working on a new product that addresses mild traumatic brain injury, and I understand the company hopes to bring, begin offering this new piece of equipment to players over the next 20, 12 to 24 months. Uh, could you discuss the company's development process with this product, which I understand involved an acquisition, has the support of a group of scientists, and will need both FDA and health care approval before going to market? Yes, Bob, absolutely. This is something that we are really excited uh, about the potential to bring uh, this type of technology to market. Like we do in all of our sports, um, we are always striving to look uh, at the cutting edge of innovation. And this technology uh, to address mild traumatic brain injury is the first of its type to actually consider addressing the injury from inside the skull. Uh, historically, things have been uh, externally focused through the use of helmets and things of that nature. But the challenge with that for this injury is that the brain moves inside the skull, and that is the creation of uh, mild traumatic brain injury and concussions. And so by being able to address this uh, injury from inside the skull is uh, certainly an, an innovative uh, approach and something that we hope to be able to, to bring to market um, in, in that time period. Of course, as you mentioned, we have um, to work with FDA. We are, are working with uh, both FDA and Health Canada on the path uh, to approval uh, for this particular product. But, um, you know, we, we are working with a, a, a well-renowned group of uh, external um, scientists and doctors, and we are uh, excited to continue uh, the, the, uh, the work that's been done in both um, animal work and on athletes to be able to get the necessary data to bring this to market. Let's turn to another topic. Uh, could you discuss PSG's entry into retail with the own the moment stores in Boston and Minneapolis markets that have opened over the last several months? What is the company hoping to learn from them? Will you share your findings with your wholesale partners and any plans for additional stores in 2016? And also uh, another follow-up, eventual expansion to international markets with the concept. And finally, will these stores carry non-hockey products from your company, especially in the off-season of hockey? Uh, great questions, Bob. So first of all, the Own the Moment store is uh, is an ice hockey equipment store, and it will only carry uh, ice hockey equipment. And, you know, uh, our data suggests that uh, ice hockey equipment is bought 12 months a year. Now, obviously, there are some months that are stronger than others, but um, we certainly believe that this is a, uh, that this is a business that can uh, sustain itself uh, on, um, on, on 12 months of just hockey product. The genesis of this idea is really driven, like all of our um, uh, business dynamics, by consumers. 
and consumers want um, the same type of experience when they're buying the equipment of their favorite sport as they want in other aspects of their life. And uh, certainly we are not the only um, uh, manufacturer to uh, venture into its own retail. And we're, we're, we're targeting this to, you know, eight to 10 stores in North America. Uh, we have our first two stores open and it's been uh, an overwhelming success. Consumers get to come in regardless of their age or ability and try uh, get professionally fit for their products, whether it's uh, an elbow pad, uh, a stick, a pair of skates, or all of their equipment. Then they get to go on the ice and practice with that equipment so they can really get game and, and practice dynamics with the product, which is really the way to ensure uh, proper fit. So we're really excited about this. The, as you mentioned, we just recently opened our uh, store in Minnesota, and um, we're getting a really overwhelmingly positive feedback from the consumers that have experienced that. But it is going to be a targeted number of stores. We are you know, uh, being very particular about where we look at them, and we are not trying to be uh, an ice hockey retailer. We are trying to be a better manufacturer and to have closer relationship uh, with consumers and with our brand. Okay, but each of your stores that you open as you go forward, the eight to ten, will have rinks as part of the store concept footprint. Absolutely, a key a key component of this um, initiative is that players are actually professionally fit, and then they get to try and experience the product uh, to make sure that that is the right product for them. Well, let's turn to baseball for a minute. Uh, USA Baseball has a new bat standard taking effect in January 2018, and I understand bats with this new standard will first be available in September 2017. Um, how is your company addressing the change? Will it impact your 2016 bat business? And will dealers sharply reduce their inventory levels ahead of the product change? Um, and uh, just moving on one more step, elsewhere in baseball, softball, you recently achieved 76% growth in your quarterly Eastern Batty helmet business. What do you attribute that to? And does the company intend to utilize the same helmet technologies across the brands in your portfolio, being Maverick, Cascade, and Easton, for example? Well, that, that, there's a lot there, Bob, and let me right. take it in, in pieces. First of all, we um, commend USA Baseball for um, when they made a standard change for providing us the um, time period in which uh, they did, uh, both for us and for retail and for um, uh, baseball softball players, to be able to adapt to this uh, new standard. So we're excited about uh, the fact to have some time to do it. Um, when this has happened historically, uh, generally just before the changeover in bats, there's a there's a, a, a slight dip in uh, in sales of those products. But in every time this has happened, um, Easton and Combat have gained market share in the market as a result of the new standard. And that's because of the performance innovation that our teams put into product. And even though there are regulations uh, that all bat manufacturers have to work under. Our teams are able to bring out product that are that is more exciting and more desirable uh, to athletes. And every time there's a standard change, more um, players are resonating with our brand. So we're working with retailers on this transition. Um, we expect that dynamic to uh, be similar to, to previous years. But we're also working with them uh, with a, a unique twist to hopefully uh, reduce the impact both to retailers and consumers um, when the new standard comes into play. Okay. On the um, on the uh, helmet growth, uh, you actually hit the nail right on the head there. Um, one of the benefits of our platform is that we are able to take learnings and proprietary technologies from one sport 
and uh, be able to uh, release those into other sports. And so uh, the helmet growth that you're seeing from Easton is a result of a new helmet launch that they had, and that new helmet launch does include some technology that came from our hockey uh, helmet business that we then put into our lacrosse uh, helmet business with Cascade and now putting in into the baseball business. So uh, that's exactly part of the core strategy of our business, which is, is to take learnings that are attributable and uh, have performance attributes that would benefit other sports and be able to put them in there, particularly uh, where we have proprietary technology, as was the case uh, in, in uh, for this helmet launch at Easton. Now, what about um, how about what's trending in PSG's lacrosse business, where you enjoyed a 24% top line growth in your most recent quarter? You know, we're, we're, we continue to be very excited about lacrosse. It's the fastest growing team sport in North America. Uh, our Maverick brand is resonating more and more with consumers, and again, driven by performance innovation. So the process of taking uh, um, a new sport for us, which was, which was lacrosse, and an authentic brand, and spending the time to do research design development with athletes to make sure that we're getting really compelling product on the market is a testament. The Maverick brand is growing in heads, in shafts, in gloves, in protective, in all of their key categories, we're seeing really fantastic growth. It's a, tes- it's a testament to the team that we have, the ongoing brand expansion um, that our marketing teams um, uh, execute in that brand, and most importantly, being able to bring high-performing products to those athletes. So we continue to be really excited about lacrosse, and Maverick continues to grow as, as a leading brand. Um, and could you address the product life cycles in baseball and hockey equipment and how are they being changed and how these changes will help retailers and be accepted by players and consumers in both sports? You know, in uh, across our portfolio of different sports, we always have to look at um, product life cycles. In hockey, with the exception of, uh, of very few products, uh, our, our products have a two-year life cycle. And historically, what that has allowed us to do is have a brand new product offering every year under a different subfamily. So in hockey, we have Vapor and Supreme and Nexus. It gives us an opportunity to launch product uh, every year in one of the sub-brands that are, that's all new, but also allows us to have a two-year life cycle, which is good for consumers and for retailers so that things aren't evolving as quickly. When we go to baseball, some products have multi-year life cycles, some have single-year life cycles, and we continue to work with the Easton team to share things that have benefited some of our other sports, and uh, we also appreciate the differences among sports, and if product life cycles are really important to be uh, different than they are in hockey business, then they should stay. If there's things that we can do to help the industry, help athletes, um, and help our retailers, then we certainly will uh, look to accomplish that as well. Have you identified any particular products that you're going to try to extend the product life cycle on at this point? Well, I think we have to look at all of the uh, products that are uh, available in the marketplace, and particularly something, you know, let's look at Easton for Bats, where they have uh, sub-families of brands. Uh, it's possible that you could extend those and just change the product launch uh, cycles so that it provides a longer life cycle for a, a family of Bats. But the team there is, is, are, are the best equipped to um, make those decisions in that particular uh, category for that sport, and we'll continue to work with them. And if there are things, as I said, learnings that we can bring to that business that could be helpful to them and to the industry and to athletes, we should do it. If it uh, is better to keep things the way that they are in that space, we should do that as well. Okay. So, Davis, can you address PSG's Inaria business? Um, is it solely focused on team soccer apparel, and you plan to expand the scope? And are uh, you going to use that business to get the Eastern brand into team apparel? Um, you, you, um, so let's talk about the Inaria brand okay. itself. 
Uh, today it is it is focused on youth uh, uh, team soccer apparel. It is uh, like uh, newer, smaller businesses that we acquire and, and brands. Um, we are able to bring innovation and performance into that and uh, and and um, start to improve uh, the the knowledge of the brand in this case for Anaria and also its uh, resonance with core athletes. So whether it's signing new schools, we recently signed Colgate, uh, Cornell, UNC Charlotte. Uh, we uh, just signed Sebastian Giovenko, who's the leading scorer at MLS, plays for uh, Toronto FC. Uh, those are uh, supporting marketing assets that really talk to the performance of the product. We're uh, unleashing a whole new line of product that contains our proprietary 37.5 material, which is allows uh, players to play uh, cooler, uh, to, uh, to play longer, uh, and it is really a high-performance um, fabric in apparel, and we're bringing that to our soccer business. We already have it in others. And so that's the core uh, plan for the Inaria business on uh, the sort of back office that we bought when we acquired the Inaria business, that's what's fueling our growth into the team apparel business in hockey, which we continue to take market share and is one of the fastest growing parts of our business. Um, and we also expect to be able to do that across other sports, not just baseball and softball, but also in lacrosse as well. Well, thank you for your insights today, Mr. Davis. And you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Full Meal 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.